This podcast is proudly brought to you by Australia Lawyers. If you need legal information or fast access to Australia's leading lawyers, visit australialawyers.com.au. Now, over to Dan for the podcast. Hey, this is Dan, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast where I talk legal stuff with lawyers that I know, like, and trust. I hope you find the information really useful, and if you need legal help, that you reach out to one of these lawyers directly or drop by lawbydan.com, and I can steer you in the right direction. Here is your podcast. You will recall a prior podcast in which we discussed the importance of having an enduring power of attorney. And of course, an enduring power of attorney is a document that requires a principal to appoint a person or persons that they trust to make decisions about their health and financial affairs in the event that the principal is not able to make those decisions. In today's podcast, we're continuing the conversation and I'm again joined by big law estate planning lawyer, Mahendra Mohan. Mahendra, so once someone has given you instructions for the enduring power of attorney to be prepared and it's signed and finalised, what things should a principal be aware of with regards to the ongoing management of the actual enduring power of attorney? Okay. Hello, Dan. Look, great question. What the, the principal needs to do is very simply review the enduring powers of attorney. It doesn't have to happen every day. If and when circumstances change or if they become aware of any change, um, all it's required is to give us a call. We can review the document with them or they can review the document if they have any questions, give us a call and then we can advise the client. Um, It generally happens that, look, things will change over time. When an enduring power of attorney is made, the principal will consider an attorney, could be a child, could be a friend, um, and there has to be some relation between the parties. So they will look at factors like how long someone has known the other um, in terms of children, um, you know, which child will make the best decision for me. There is always the element of trust. Now, what happens is that if there's any change, then the principal will need to consider that appointment. Right. So over time, it may be the case that, you know, if if a child decides, look, I'm going to live overseas um, and mum and dad then feel, look, you're going to be so far away, we may need to think of someone closer by. What are the circumstances surrounding the, the change of attorney? Is that like a complicated process? The, the process in itself is not complicated. The, the first step would be to meet with us. Um, if there is an existing powers of attorney, that will need to be formally revoked. Then a new one can be prepared. So what happens is that <clears throat> excuse me, the, the principal will need to revoke the document. We need to look at the date the document was created, revoke it, and then create a new one. Um, The next step is, which is essentially undertaken by us and not the client, is to simply let each of the attorneys know that the prior appointment has been cancelled. Now, this is a very important part of it because if a principal has given their attorney a copy of the document or to the bank, then there is an understanding that that attorney is acting for the principal. So once that appointment is revoked, 
It's always a good idea to let the attorney know that their involvement is now finished and also let the banks know that it's been cancelled so that the attorney does not act on the document anymore. Sometimes it can happen inevitably. It's, it's, it's just, you know, um, it's, it's a process. They've been doing the bank for you. They may go get the money out and all of a sudden there'll be issues created. So we want to avoid that. Mahindra, when things go wrong in these types of matters, they can go wrong catastrophically, can't they? It can, um, because the, the issue would be, as per my prior example, is that funds can keep coming out um, and then it falls on other people to try and retrieve that money. Um, so it's, it's a good idea to review the document um, and if changes are required to implement that when the principal has capacity. Now, sometimes capacity will not play a part at all. It comes down to simply factors affecting the attorney. Your appointed attorney might pass away. Um, in that case, you will need to review the document and change it. Um, your attorney may over time decide I don't want to be an attorney. So that will trigger a change in the appointment as well. Um, another one we're seeing recently is where the attorney may be declared bankrupt, then legally they can't be your attorney. And the most recent ones we are seeing where clients are changing their document is I'm sure you would have heard of the new assisted dying laws that have come through, is yes. a change in the principal and the attorney's mindset. If they differ in the approach, then that person is not the right person to be the attorney. It does emphasise the importance, doesn't it, of appointing the right attorney? Th that is absolutely correct. Um, but we need to also put the appointment on a timeline as well. So an attorney might be appointed, you know, five, six years ago. Things do change. And that's the reason why we do implore all clients to review it. You know, just consider if there's any changes to it, please get in touch and get the document changed. Now, if anyone's got any questions uh, that have, this podcast has prompted, they can contact you at Big Law? They certainly can. Um, what we also do, Dan, is to explain the process to them as well. Um, it is, it's, it's a simple process from, from our viewpoint, but we do like to explain the, the process to the client as well. Now, just briefly in terms of how the change will occur, so if the client was to contact us and they have capacity, and this is not putting a judgment on the client because the critical element in changing your powers of attorney is that you must have mental capacity. So if the client has mental capacity, then we can take those instructions, revoke the existing one, or in fact create a new one for them um, if they haven't got one already, and then prepare a new one based on fresh instructions. Um, in the case of revocation, we can then let the banks and any other um, attorney know that their involvement is no longer required, and then again, put the documents in the safe custody and the clients move on. The second one is we do get inquiries from concerned family members where if a principal has lost capacity and the family member is aware that we do have an attorney who is not looking out for the best interests of the principal 
In that case, we do get involved to help the family members refer the matter to QCAT or to the Supreme Court. What this will do is that it will ensure that the affairs of the principal who has lost capacity is investigated and so that they make sure that the um, fiduciary obligation of the attorney is not breached and that they are looking out for the principal in all cases. There's a lot to it, isn't there? You know, it's just not a, not a simple change. No, it's not. We, we try and explain that at the same time not to scare the client, but there are, as you said, there are serious legal ramifications if the wrong person is appointed or there's a change and the principal neglects to make any changes to their document. So if in doubt, they ought to give us a call. Okay, Matt, I want you to get you to say that statement again because I just over overrode you. Oh, sorry. So, so what we tell clients is that they ought to give us a call, have a discussion, and then we'll guide them through the process. Mahendra, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Dan. Thanks heaps for listening to this edition of the Law by Dan podcast. If you found it useful, it would be great if you can leave a rating on Spotify or iTunes or whatever the streaming platform is that you're using. Also, if need be, you can reach out to me at lawbydan.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast, made possible by Australia Lawyers. For great legal information and fast access to Australia's best lawyers, visit australialawyers.com.au.